Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast exploring the latest in film, TV, games, toys, and more. And now, somewhere in a secret bunker outside of Washington, D.C., here are your hosts, 30-year veteran of pop culture and entertainment news for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski, and pop culture, technology, and space aficionado, Todd Stowell. What a bunch of jokers. Speaking That's of, all I got to say. Speaking of the Joker, what did you think of the trailer for Joker? I'm not impressed. Really? I'm not looking forward to that right now. Really? I need more. Why did you like it? Oh, it was just something different. How? <laughs> Listen, of all the Jokers you've seen, do you even have a, a guess where he's going to rank? I mean, he's not going to fight Batman, right? In this movie, it's well, like see, an origin, even though we've seen the origin now like a half dozen times. Well, this definitely is a period piece. It takes place, I think, in the 60s because all yeah. the cars that you see, his outfit is the outfit that, um, uh, what's his name? Cesar Romero? Yeah, Cesar Romero wore in the TV show. Yeah. And I th- I think it's a cross between like the TV show and a dark version of it. Who's the director? Uh, Is it anybody? T- Todd Phillips from The Hangover. Ugh. I don't know. I've just seen a lot of great Jokers in the history well, of. I mean, who who do you think is the greatest Joker? You know, I mean, I'm giving it to Heath Ledger because he basically like. Is just beyond nuts. You know, I think uh, Heath did a great job. But I also think Jack Nicholson was pretty cool. Very different movies. Very so different it's, movies, it's right. Very, yeah, because, right. you know, Tim Burton's Batman is very out there. Who do you think, who do you think's gotten the most screen time? Ooh. I know who. I, because remember, this character, he, he's never had like his own movie, mm-hmm. right? So he's always like the secondary dude, and you never kind of see him. You see him in bursts. I think um, it's definitely not Jared Leto, because he's barely in Suicide Squad. Right. Um, are you talking about film or film and TV? Film and TV. I mean, Cesar Ramirez was in a lot of Batman. Cesar what about Mark Hamill? In the oh, Adventures yeah. of if, Batman. If you're talking about voice only, yeah, yeah, then yeah, Mark Hamill. I for think sure. he created the deepest character. I think, yeah, I think if you're talking about somebody acting it on the screen, it's got to be Heath he had Ledger, the time, yeah, right. I yeah. mean, because that Batman movie is like two thirty, like two two hours yeah. forty. Yeah, I mean, it's a long movie. But there's not a lot of him in it. There is some more than more than any of the other ones. There's maybe one big scene between him and Bruce Wayne and and uh no, there's between more than him that. and Batman. There's more than that. The one in the lockup. Mm-mm. You remember he goes to the party? Yeah. And he assaults yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He assaults Pat Leahy, yeah, puts yeah, a yeah, knife yeah. to his throat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um who's the best Batman? <sighs> Michael Keaton. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Isn't that sad? Bale is is a is a close second, but but his, but his iterations, like his, there's like no personality. No, and you know what? It's you know what it is for me. It's the voice. Like yeah. there's just like 
Christian Bale is such a talented actor in that first movie where he doesn't have to put the voice on. Right. It's so exciting what he's doing. Right. And then by the third movie, he's right. like he's down. His back is broken. It's just like he, there's nothing left of the guy. Right. And I mean, I know that's the angle that they were going for because they broke the Batman. Right. Um, but the second movie is. I mean, yeah, it, but he's he's it, overshadowed by Heath Ledger, right? The I, whole film. So, of the Batman movies, which one is the best one? Well, obviously, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Yeah, there's no way around. And that. what's the second one? The second best. I think the 1989 Batman. See, for me, it's 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 a tie between that one and Batman Begins, because that origin story right. is just told beautifully. Yep. What's the worst one? I think it's got to be Batman and Robin with George Clooney. And Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty... Well... By the way, they're celebrating 80 years of Batman, just because they're looking for something to celebrate, obviously. Mm -hmm. So those 4K movies are coming out. We already got the Christopher Nolan ones, so now we're going to get in 4K the first four. So I'll, I'll enjoy Batman... I'll enjoy Batman Returns because I really thought Michelle Pfeiffer mm -hmm. was Catwoman. She's like the definitive Catwoman. What's the most forgettable Batman uh, uh, on film? Are we counting Justice League? Yes. <laughs> I think that's pretty forgettable. Yeah, I think Affleck's Batman is the most forgettable. Yeah. You forget he played Batman. Yeah. I mean... I just have an issue with the fact that you had a, a very stellar trilogy and in a very short period of time afterwards, they're back into another Batman again. Right. Like, I do feel like when they were making the standalone Batman movies, there was a good distance between them to let them breathe and be their own thing. Right. Um, well, I'm just aggravated, as aggravated with Spider-Man because I thought Sam Raimi's Spider-Man... Mm -hmm. will stand the test of time, at least with, the first with, two. With Tobey Maguire? Arguably, Spider-Man 2 is probably one of the best yes. Spider-Man yep. movies ever, mm -hmm. that there's ever going to be. Mm, no, I mean, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is probably the best Spider-Man movie there will ever be. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's good. But if you're talking live action, yeah, that's a right. tough one to beat. Now, the, the entire one in the middle that I can't even remember now, with Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy and... Uh, uh, Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I will say that... They were um, good, but I wasn't... That it... In some ways, I think it's not a bad thing that they have a younger Spider-Man now. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Because, absolutely. I mean, Spider-Man is sort of this young, sort of, like... Pliable. Yeah, like he's a kid. String bean. Yeah, I mean, that's how he starts out. He's, yeah. he's a kid. I'll go with that. So, one more touch on the Joker. I know you don't watch Gotham, which is a fatal mistake for you. We're getting to the end of the show. Mm -hmm. There's two episodes left, and they've got the hell of a Joker's origin. Mm -hmm. They have done a fantastic job. But see, with this that. this is the thing that I that I think is the disconnect. <clears throat> For some reason, Paramount owns those shows, right? Like they they're the ones who broadcast those shows. Paramount. Well, yeah, because like it's this, Warner. It's CW. Isn't that owned by Warner? <coughs> well, it's AOL Time Warner. It could just be right. Time Warner now. But 
what doesn't make any sense to me is Supergirl has done uh, a a decent job on television. I've enjoyed Supergirl. I've enjoyed The Flash even, immensely. Even Smallville was big. I loved Smallville. But they cannot transition these properties to the big screen. Right, right. It, it just, I don't get it. That looks great, by the way. I'm showing him the um, Cameron Monaghan's final version of the Joker and what's happening to him. So somebody said that the that this Joker with Walking Phoenix is based on one of the one of the graphic novels, but I don't remember which one. I'd have to go. Back I and don't look. know that. I'd yeah. have to look that up. That the that the story around it is like he's abused by his mother. There is there's a still photo of the of the 1960s Batmobile on a flatbed truck being brought in for a shoot. So Batman has to appear. Right. At some point. You but hope, it, but it's in the 60s. If they actually are going to do what you're saying they're going to do, that would be awesome. But it, I don't know it, if they're going to do I don't know if they're going to do it. It'll be the hologram of Adam West rolling in. But it it could be a serious Adam West. Mm-hmm. It could be a guy in that costume, in that type of garb, as a serious Batman. If they did a trilogy of a dark version of the '60s television show, like a real, yeah. a real serious version of it that wasn't campy, More but like urban crime, but that they are wearing like the tights and yeah. everything, and like driving around, it's just very serious. Yeah, would be watch, interesting. I'd right? watch that. I'd watch it in a minute. So that's what's interesting. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Mm. Um, bummed about Gotham being at the end mm-hmm. because they just really, the last two seasons have been insane. Five seasons it's been out? Or yeah. More, more than yeah. that? Five. Yeah. So, but I think this is going to be end up being like a definitive Joker. It could be. This is after him falling into the Ace Chemical vat, mm. which, is, which has never been portrayed as, as a scarring issue. No. It's been more of a... Uh, face bleaching, losing right. your mind kind of issue. Right. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. I mean... A lot of Batman. I just hope that they don't then turn around and release a Jared Leto Batman movie. That would be ridiculous. What's the point? His character was just so forgettable. Right. Like, it, it introduced Harley Quinn. Right. But it wasn't really needed. He could have been like uh, a he flashback. To, yeah, yeah, easily. And I know he was mad because they cut a lot of his scenes out. Right. But and I mean, and that movie had its own problems anyway. So we'll see what the Suicide Squad comes out with when they well, do that. Well, we know it's going to be better. James I mean, Gunn is pretty passionate James about Gunn this kind and of Idris stuff. Alba. Yeah, I'm cool. That's with that. a win. I'm cool with that. And um, what's the, the torch? He's back. The Torch. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever his name was. But is Harley Quinn's not back? I think yes, she's or, is in she? it. Okay, yeah. I think good. the only one who's not returning is Will Smith. Will Smith. Right. And I think it's because he has scheduling conflicts. Yeah. Like with what? Bad Boys for Life. Oh, who cares? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. You got anything else you want to talk about with the Joker? It's like you're egging me on. No, Did I asking. miss something? I'm just asking. You know there'll be a video game coming out. You know what? They've stopped doing that kind of stuff. Oh, really? Do you remember in the heyday, oh. every time a major kind of movie or 
yep. or sci-fi or comic book movie came out, there was always a video game adaptation. It got they the, don't they don't do it anymore. Well, and you remember when they made that stupid Seven Up character into a game, the little spot or whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's how bad it was getting. And and you know what? None of those games were good. None. Period. If I go before Spider-Man last year that came out, which was a wonderful game, mm-hmm. but it isn't necessarily based on a movie. It's kind of based. They Ar- don't do Arkham. that. They don't waste that kind of money anymore. No, because Batman Arkham was a standalone. Right. They're never going to top that game. That was an amazing game. Yeah, what's the last game that came out that was tied to a movie? It's been a while. The worst game I've <laughs> ever played, not a movie game, was like an Olympics game for regular Nintendo, and it was awful. What was it tied to? Anything? No, there was the Winter Olympics. Yeah, but wasn't it like you had um, to use the like the Luigi pad. and? Nope. It was like you had the pad on the floor that you had to run and you jumped to do hurdles. It had um, like what the, what's that thing where you ski and then you shoot? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever that is, it was just like decathlon. It was just the worst game I've ever played, and I don't know. Why you would make a video game out of that? They actually made a game to the fifth element, which was pretty bad. Oh, why? I because well, d- they it, could. Does it follow the yeah, movie? Kind, I think. But was that when when that, was that when like you had to read all the text on the screen because you couldn't? They didn't yeah, have yeah, enough, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Memory. Yeah. We to, were like, still backed in that. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. I think once you get past all the Lego games that came out, tied to movies like Harry Potter and. But and they did it the DC other way. DC Universe and all that kind of stuff. But remember, they were the other way. Those movies were out and established, and then they and came they came out, out and did games. the games. Yeah, which I think is kind of smart. Like it would be different if you were watching Gotham and there was a game along with it. Yeah. Or like, you know, whatever is out right now, Us. Right. And like they came you out want with a horror video game? game? Yeah. Come on. No. Nobody wants survival that. horror. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. All right. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. So what did you watch that you're so excited to talk about? <laughs> Stan and Ollie. Do you know anything about old Laurel and Hardy? Very little. Right. I didn't really know much either. Mm. Um, it's got one of your favorite actors in it. John yep. C. Riley is Oliver Hardy. Steve Coogan is uh, Stan Laurel. And they both do an uh, unbelievable job of bringing these guys to life. So is John C. Riley wearing a fat suit? Yes. I thought so. Uh, I think like an Academy Award nominated makeup artist, mm-hmm. prosthetics guy did it. But it's perfect. Boy, his, that's a lot of makeup to go through every day. I bet. Uh, he hated it, but he never complained. There's there's this uh, extra in it, like a 30-minute interview with them on stage, and uh, it was very good. It was well done because there, you got the director, and you got the two actors, and you got one of the uh, actors who plays the wife of um, Oliver, and she is Moaning Myrtle. Do you remember Moaning Myrtle in mm-hmm. the Harry Potter films? Mm-hmm. And she's got the same voice, so it's really hard to listen to. Um, anyway, it is a movie about not necessarily their career, but the latter part of their career. when Where they kind of hated each other, right? Where they started to get on each other's nerves. But what they did 
was they they did not get many films after a while when when they went to talkies and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so they went on a European tour of music halls. And they recreated a lot of their bits in the 50s, mm. which is a bizarre thing. And it was mostly in Europe, and, and people were really enjoying them. Mm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I did, I've never seen it from that perspective. So it's just not like one of these biopics where they're both born, and then they meet each other, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So that's worth it. Um, it's fun to watch those two guys interact with one another especially recreating the bits because the physicality is there and the facial expressions and the voice tones, it's all there. It's a, it's a f- good movie. It's a fun movie. It's a short movie. What's the length? 97 minutes. So mm. you're not there for like two and a half hours waiting for something to happen. Thank goodness. Um, and like I said, there's a th- in the Blu-ray, there's like a 30-minute extra where they all sit down and talk about making the movie. And... Um, Overall, if you're a fan of that genre and you're a fan of Laurel and Hardy, you definitely want to watch it. Okay. I enjoyed it. Okay. What are you giving it for a rating? I'll give it a B. Okay. A B. Well, that's not bad, I suppose. Could be worse. Um, I've got a film that you need to watch. Okay. It's, it's, it's on Netflix. just came out uh, two weeks ago called The Highwaymen. Yeah. With Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. Primary, those are the primary actors. Although, to give you a few others, we have Kathy Bates. Oh, she's in it too. John Carroll Lynch. Is she Ma Barker? Yeah. How would I? How did I know that? Yep. And uh, John Carroll Lynch. Um, oh, what's he? John Carroll Lynch. Uh, I want to make sure that I get. Uh, he's Lee Simmons. Now, who's that? Uh, An accomplice of theirs? Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. No, he's. Um, now you, you had to ask me because there's so many of these <laughs> well, guys. Well, I'm interested. Um, uh, let me let me tell you what he is. He's he, he created the the scariest clown in the history of television. He did American and, Horror Story. And also, he is in um, what's the movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal where they're going after the um, oh the guy. Oh, You've so lost the me. Mur- it's the it's the California murders in the seventies. Zodiac. The Zodiac. Zodiac killer. He's the Zodiac, Zodiac killer. Yeah, wow. and he's terrifying. He's in it. all over the place. Yeah, like he's terrifying. He's pretty great. Um, and so I I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, so Lee, oh, he's a marshal. Okay, that's what I thought. I wanted to make sure. So Costner plays uh, Frank Hammer, and Woody Harrelson plays uh, Manny Galt, and they are two former Texas Rangers who have been uh, brought in um, to stop Bonnie and Clyde by Ma Ferguson to stop Bonnie and Clyde. Awesome. Even though they have 10,000 men out and about looking for them, these two guys are the only ones who seem to be able to figure out where they're going. But this is real. This is a true story. What is... um, What's good about it is that these guys are pretty much down on their luck. That uh, Ma Ferguson dismantled the Texas Rangers, and as soon as she left office, they were reinstated again, and they've been around ever since. Okay, um, so they're sort of given license to go and try to hunt Bonnie and Clyde down. Perfect. Meanwhile, they're showing just the the true celebrity of Bonnie and Clyde, and right. how so many people are 
just obsessed and in love with them. Who plays Bonnie and Clyde? You know, the funny thing nobodies? is, you don't, they're nobodies because you don't, you've, you never you, see them. You don't see them until the, they're dead. Ah. Like okay. you, you, they're always blurry. Right. Or they're off from a distance. Good idea. It's not really about them. Good. So, as we all know, Bonnie and Clyde were mowed down in a rain of gunfire yep. in their cars. They were ambushed by the Texas Rangers. Yep. Um, for which these two legendary men were the primary ones to find them. They have a small band of guys with them, and they successfully kill Bonnie and Clyde. Is that really... Yeah. John Carroll, which is... That's his. That's yeah. that's disgustingly terrifying. <laughs> Look this, at the smile. This comes off. Oh, so he has he, no jaw. The the origin story is he took a shotgun and tried to blow his face off, uh-huh. and he didn't die. Oh, but the jaw came. Oh, that's scariest clown ever. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't mean to interrupt. Okay, well, I can't believe you didn't watch that. You're a big fan of that guy, aren't you? I do like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um. So back to this thing, uh, I'm not going to give away too much because I do think... Because we know the ending. Well, and I just think you need to watch it. Yeah. The tone is very good. They are they are meant to play older guys who are sort of down on their luck and just kind of like listless without a job kind of thing. Um, it's not really a buddy cop thing at all. Right. But what was really very cool is the last scene where they're towing the car with the bodies of Bonnie and Clyde into town in Louisiana, there is a crowd of maybe like a thousand people who are surrounding the the tow truck and the car, and they're trying to reach in and grab them, thinking that maybe they're still alive. Cool. And then then um, as they close it out, they have black and white photos that were taken of the same exact scenes. Nice. Which is... When you, when you look at them side by side, they had the make and model of the car, where the bullets were. They had those accurate, Perfect. so they literally had like set depth charges in the door yep. to blow them out in the right spot. Um, you know, they have their bodies positioned like the way in which they're photographed. Yep. So, like as they're coming in, and then you have these photos. Um, and then what I really liked was when they rolled the credits and they went through the cast. They put the real photo of the person on the screen, and next to it, it would say Kevin Costner. So you actually got to see, see what the original looked like. The original, great but, idea. But they do show the five men who essentially are there to ambush and kill Bonnie and Clyde. Um, and of course, the FBI was heavily involved, and J. Edgar Hoover was heavily involved. But he ultimately didn't get it done. These Texas Rangers in Louisiana got it done and they they knew they had an idea that no one else did that they were going to be there they paid off a father of one of the guys in the gang to say like we're going to kill him one way or the other and your kid can die or not right so he got his kid out he ratted out where they were and he said just wait here amazing and they waited for him to come out and costner's character walks out and he says put your hands up it's a very tense scene where they look like they're going to shoot at him Everybody else comes out from behind the bushes and they just unload. Okay. Thanks and, for giving away the complete end of the movie. Well, it's Bonnie and Clyde. If you don't know that, <laughs> you're an idiot. But it's just done. It's it's suspenseful. Um, and 
Well, it better be because you just gave away the end of the movie. No, it's suspenseful in the way that, I mean, even though it's like Apollo 13, you know how it ends, yeah. but you're still like, oh you man. You want to know how it got there. This is, this is crazy, like what's about to happen here. Um, these guys were very humble. They were offered like $1,000 to give an interview to the AP, and they turned it down and walked uh, away, went back to their lives. Yeah, when's that ever happened? I mean, yeah, not not in our lifetime. No, but I mean, all right, good. It's, it's grade. It's, oh man, I got to give it really? an A minus. Okay. Yeah, I know that the critics have not been kind to it. But Why? The, but I don't know because they think it's like an old, like it's like a bunch of old geezers buddy cop movie, and I'm like, it is not. Like that's just who these guys were. Like they're you're you're grading the performance. On just who the guys were, they're oh, the old, reality. They're, they're they're like guys in their late fifties who right. took them down. They're yeah. older guys. It's, should be it's, celebrated, especially in the forties. Like right, that's kind of at the like the height of life expectancy. That's right, you know, like these guys, like the 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 guy that Cosner played died in fifty five. Like he, they didn't they didn't live much longer than that. So they they were old. That's good. And they're just like they're crapping on their performances. And I'm like, well, it's not a performance when it's real life. And and the fact that they that they that they spent so much time using the source material, the photographs, and recreating them shot like so that yeah. what you're looking at matches the angle of the photograph, that's pretty, pretty cool. special. Yeah. Who's that? I have no idea. Really? No. The, well, that's going to be our final topic. Okay. And I think you know who it is. And I can't believe this guy's it's, actually done this. It's not. Do you know who this guy is now? No. Isn't he the guy that's doing now what's going to be your favorite zombie movie? Oh, dude. We got to talk about that. I don't know who this guy is, but he came out of nowhere. And he has decided to... Isn't this the the guy? Jim Jaramouche? Is is it listed underneath no. like his director credits? What's the name of this movie? Dude, I don't even know. It came out and it was so random that... Uh, I was shocked. Right, tell people what's going on, and then I'll look up who this guy is. If this Bill is Murray and Adam Driver are cops shooting zombies. In a small town. In a small town. And Bill Murray's got a shotgun with Adam Driver. But there's other people in this. Doesn't matter. It's a Bill Murray zombie movie. The Dead Don't Die. The Dead Don't Die. And I, I came out of nowhere. The trailer came out of nowhere. That's being directed by this by guy. By that guy. I have no idea who that guy is. Not a clue. Iggy Pop is a zombie. I'm in. I'm in for that. I can't. Carol Kane is a zombie. Tom Waits is a zombie. Yeah, Tilda Swinton. Danny Glover's in the movie. Steve Buscemi is like a like a really old deputy. Real and yeah, Tilda Swinton is like some. She's a morgue worker who happens to know how to use a sword. Yeah. Yeah, and Bill Murray's like the chief of police. How can it, that, like... Had you heard anything about no, this movie? not a thing. Did Has anyone heard anything about this movie up until they released the trailer? Doubt it. Now, I don't have a Star Wars trailer, but I have this movie trailer. And you know How what? does that even happen? And it's coming out in June. And you know what? That first trailer was satisfying. It, it was. was. It's satisfying for one of two reasons. It bizarro. It's either going to be the greatest movie... That you could possibly hope for, 
or it's going to be a train wreck. And either way, you want to go watch it. Three bespeckled police officers and a strange Scottish morgue expert must band together to defeat the undead. Yep. It's been done a million times, but I can't wait to watch this. But it's Bill Murray with a shotgun. Right. And and a low-key personality. So I'm trying to think about this. When was when has Bill Murray ever like wielded a weapon? Well, it wasn't a proton pack and a wand considered a weapon? Well, it's a fictional weapon. I mean, obviously in Caddyshack he had dynamite. But like he's he's not a violent guy no. in any of his movies. Do and you think they're going to let him Tarantino in this one? I like, hope really so. Really go all out. I mean, he, you see him shoot a shotgun at somebody. I can't wait. Like, it's. I can't believe they put this together. This is this is just. Was this like the industry's best kept secret, or did we just? Are I, we just totally obtuse when I it comes to this stuff? I don't know because there because like it's on his IMDb page, but there was nothing known about. July it. 2018, it was announced. To who? I mean, Very then weird. again, then again, he's a pretty quiet guy. You know, like, and I'm surprised they got him for this movie since usually you have to call his 800 number and leave a voicemail and maybe he'll call you back. He must be, you know, he's buddies with this Jim Jaramouche because wasn't he in Broken Flowers? Yes. This is a film that was, yeah, so there you go. Mm-hmm. That's the tie. S- Jim has done strange, he's done weird movies, Down by Law, Mystery Train, Dead Man, Ghost Dog. Coffee and cigarettes, broken flowers. So Patterson. And what was Patterson? Was Patterson that? No, I don't know Patterson. Sort of Adam Driver is a bus driver and poet. Yeah, some well, bizarre. No, okay. all I know is Adam Driver was amazing in Black Klansman. I could care less about his role in Star Wars more than I could in the fact that the dude is just a very talented, wide-ranging actor who happens to be a veteran. Right. So, by all me, good for him. And it's Bill Murray, an old police chief, shooting shotguns. Any thoughts on the Vince Vaughn, Mel Gibson cop drama? Have you heard of that? I mean, I've heard of it. I heard that's pretty good, too. But but, but is it a dramedy? No, nah, I think it's more drama. So Vince Hardcore Va- drama. So Vince Vaughn's going to go completely straight. I, I think he did in this one. Okay. So. You know, for how terrible of a person Mel Gibson is his stuff's good yeah okay he had a couple of hiccups how is he so terrible a couple compare him to Alec Baldwin who would you hang out with I'd hang out with Mel neither of them I'd hang out with Mel just because he did that daddy movie well daddy's home no the one with the uh, three three older dads and the three younger dads yeah Daddy's Home. Is that called Daddy's Home? It's the Mark what's Wahlberg this, what, movie. Yeah, what's the sequel? Daddy's Home 2. <laughs> it's not Daddy's Home 2, is you, it? Yes, it's like it is. old Daddy's Home. No, it really isn't. That's fine. It's Daddy's Home 2. Because remember, he's Mark Wahlberg's father? Got it. He made me really laugh in that movie. Well, he was hilarious those, in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. And, and you know what? If they're going to make another Bad Boys movie, I could take another Lethal Weapon movie. Oh. In a heartbeat. That'd be hysterical. I mean, I don't know how Danny Glover could do it anymore. <laughs> he's doing movies where he's where like they're planning on dying. Yeah. So. All right. Anywho, that's my uh, random thought. Go watch this movie, Highwaymen. All right. You'll like it. 
I will. I got to get through the Americans. I only then, got another uh, five and a half seasons. And then I've got Glass. Glass is coming next week. Yep. We'll talk about that. Yep. And Vice. Vice I've watched. We'll talk about that next week, too. Yep. When are you diving in that? Tonight. Tonight. As soon as I get out of here. I think you'll like it. Okay. It's just a little long. But I don't care. I like it. I like. What is it? Is it a dramedy? Is it a satirical look at Dick Cheney's yeah. life? No, it's a cynical look. At a cynic. Uh, cynic's a better word. I'm mm-hmm. stealing that. Okay, mm-hmm. thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's not wrong. It actually what it does depict. But really what well. makes me worried, and I haven't seen the movie yet, is because it's cynical in an Oliver Stone way. How do you know it's true and not true? Um, it's. I mean, the stuff that they talk about is pretty well known. The okay. B- the biggest thing that. Um, don't give it away. That you'll be surprised about is the what he does to sort of sacrifice his daughter, who's openly gay. Okay. And how he sort of like is she on the View now or something? Mm-hmm, and how he throws her under the bus. Okay. I didn't really know that, but I I did and I didn't. But they do dig into it. He's pretty ruthless, and then again, so was his wife, played by Amy Adams. They're they're pretty terrible people. <laughs> The way that, I mean, they're terrible politicians, but they're all terrible politicians. Yeah. It's just, this is focused on one. <laughs> and when he shoots that guy in the face. Can't wait. It's, but it's, right. it's only on the screen for like 10 seconds. All right. You said enough. All right. Don't spoil it. Well, we'll, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Shaz- Shazam. 95%. <laughs> 95%. Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Take it. Still not seeing it. <laughs> <laughs>